man, I may mention, we want to talk today about running a winning race for the new year. Amen. We're going to be talking and using the analogy of running a winning race for the new year. And uh, as we get into it, you know, when you come to the end of a year and the beginning of another, uh, it's like finishing a long distance race and the beginning of another. Uh, and, you know, some, you know, sometimes we can get to the point where we say, well, you know, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm you know, well, uh, it's part of life. And you got to be careful about getting so depressed until uh, you give up on life. Because what's the alternative if you give up on life? It's death. Amen. And uh, after death comes the judgment. And so sometimes we can become weary. And uh, there's some things that I'm sure uh, some of you experienced uh, in this past year that uh, were uh, a wearying experience. But uh, I believe God can, 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 can uh, uh, revive us and uh, uh, refresh us and, uh, and, and, and give us uh, the wherewithal uh, to run a winning race in 2019. Amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, your past year has been a rough one. I know there are a lot that can say amen to that. Amen. Uh, perhaps you stumbled or spiritually slowed down in 2018. But one thing that we can do is we can learn from our mistakes and we can press on and run a better race amen. for Christ yes. this year with the goal of finishing strong. Amen. When we go to the scripture, we're talking about running a winning race. Amen. In this new year of nineteen uh, or twenty nineteen, and uh, when we go to the scripture, we go to the scripture that's found in Hebrews twelve and one, and there the writer of Hebrews says, "Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, yes. let us lay aside every weight and the sin." That does so easily ensnare us. Amen. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Yeah. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Despising the shame. And sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Running a winning race. How do we do that? Uh, the first thing that I thought about when I read uh, Hebrews 12 and 1, uh, and, and, and when I go back to it, it says, Therefore, we also, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Uh, the writer of Hebrews, in Hebrews 12, is pointing back to Hebrews chapter 11, where it's talking about uh, the roll call, uh, what is some called the roll call of faith. Yes. And there are those, and if, and, and, and if you have some time, I think it would be a good idea to start the year off by reading uh, Hebrews chapter uh, 11, where it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. And by it the elders obtain a good report. And then it begins to uh, 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 go down categorically and begin to list uh, individuals 
who overcame. Uh, some had to go through, some were delivered from, and, and, and what have you. And, 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 and uh, uh, it ought to be encouraging to us. And so in, in Hebrews 12, he says, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, it's our turn now. It's our turn now. And they're watching, and, and, and I believe in some instances, not only are they watching us, but they're cheering us yes, yes. to win that race. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank cheering us to win that race. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about how do we run a winning race for Christ in 2019. Mm-hmm. Amen. And uh, the principles that uh, Olympic athletes uh, I don't know if you've ever studied anything about Olympic athletes and how they train, how they train. Uh, you know, we look at their performances when the Olympics come around uh, and, and marvel at uh, their abilities. But uh, what we don't see is the hours upon hours and days upon days of training to get ready for the race. And so the principles that these athletes use to train for the Olympics and to run their races, I believe are some of the same principles that can be used to run a spiritual race. And I'm going to give you nine principles, and I'm going to move through them, but nine principles that I believe are applicable to prepare us to win in 2019. And so the first one we'd like to talk about is we've got to eat right. Can you say that? Amen. If we're going to win, we got to eat right. Amen. You see, what an athlete eats will affect his performance. And for the Christian, amen, there must be the intake of good spiritual food. Amen. This is done privately in your study time and publicly. At the church when the word of God is being taught or preached. Mm-hmm. Got to eat right. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. And, 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 and I believe that there's kind of a twofold application. There's natural and spiritual. Yes. Uh, because uh, it's not going to do us a whole lot of good uh, if we uh, uh, do our Bible studies and, 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 and devotions and what have you. And then fill up on junk food. Amen. They, they work hand in hand. And uh, so talking about running a winning race, amen, in 2019, we've got to, amen, eat right. Uh, what you do with the Bible, the word of God, will determine what God does with you. That's the principle. And, 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 and I wonder, you know, it's been a while and... and uh, there are times that I feel a little guilty uh, that we're not having Bible study on a weekly basis, uh, you know, like I used to do on Periscope and, 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 uh, or even when we would meet here. And uh, I'm kind of feeling that pressure a little bit and, and what have you uh, about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask God to, amen, help resolve and fix that. But I wonder how much of, uh, how many of you uh, take out any time during the week for a personal Bible study. All right. 
How many of you take out time during the week to, amen, delve into the scriptures to see, uh, does God have something to say to you? Not corporately. Uh, you know, I'll I, I, I see God and I'll trust God to give me, amen, what we need corporately. But I believe that there's some things that God would like to say to you personally. But you've got to spend some time with it. You've got to eat right. And, 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 and for a lot of us, we're busy being busy. And then complaining that we're not seeing uh, uh, God move in our life more effectively when we're not taking out time. Amen. Spiritually, when it comes to the word of God, we are malnourished. Hallelujah. What does the Bible say? Well, uh, over in 1 Peter 2 and 2, and I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, but I'm, I'm, what, what I'm trying to do is, is, is uh, uh, let's have an awareness. Uh, and, 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 and sometimes, uh, you know, an awareness of what, where the needs are and, and, and what we need to do about it. In 1 Peter 2 and 2, it says there, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that they may grow thereby. Newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that they may grow thereby. Can you remember when you first got saved? And, and, and you know, it was new to you. And, 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 and the Bible was new and, 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 and uh, you were reading it to find out as much as you could about what God had done in your life. Because you wanted to grow. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. Amen. But a lot of us, we're not babies anymore. Amen. We're not babies. And, uh, uh, but yet, what it took to get us in, uh, it's going to take some of those same things to keep us strong. And uh, then uh, in Acts 17 and 11, uh, it says, uh, these were more... New King James say fair-minded. I believe the King James version there of Acts 17 and 11 say these were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica. It's talking about the Berean uh, uh, believers. And when Paul went to this region and began to share the gospel, it said these were more fair-minded than those in in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness. And search the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. The believers, the, when, when the church got established in Berea, there was something special that Paul noticed about them. Amen. They were more nobler than some of the other Gentiles that he had been preaching to. And, 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 and he said uh, uh, they were more nobler, more fair-minded, amen, than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness. Do you know what? I believe that uh, the attitude in which you receive the word is going to determine what you get out of it. Amen. It's going to determine what you get out of it uh, and how effective it's going to be in your life. Now, the word is effective, but our attitude will determine whether we get the maximum or we get the minimum. 
don't know about you, I need the maximum. I need all I can get. And the, 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 the believers at Berea, amen, received the word with all readiness. And then after they were, they, they were ready to hear, God, what have you got to say to me through your word? And then after they received it, they went home and searched the scriptures to find out whether those things were so. I wonder how many of you, after I, 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 I do a message on Sunday and I give you scriptures and I talk about principles and points. Amen. I wonder how many. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot. But does anybody go home and search and read those scriptures again for yourself to see if God has something to say to you personally? Got to eat right, folks. Yes. Amen. We got to eat right. Hallelujah. If we plan on winning, amen, the race. Yes. Got to eat right. And, uh, you know, uh, ignorance, ignorance is no excuse. Amen. Christians that are ignorant of the word make mistakes when they don't study it. Study is important if you're going to grow makes me think about, there was a story that I read about a man by the name of Mr. Brown in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, he was uh, 61 years old, and uh, he uh, uh, was known on the south and west side of Chicago as the friendly neighborhood cockroach exterminator. With the Mississippi stuff. This chemical was a pesticide that Mr. Brown had bought hundreds of gallons of in the south. And it really did the trick on roaches. And Mr. Brown went from door to door uh, with his uh, hand sprayer and his business grew as satisfied customers uh, recommended the remarkably effective exterminator to others. But what happened Unbeknownst to Mr. Brown, in the process, amen, he single-handedly created an environmental catastrophe. The can-do pesticide that Mr. Brown had got from the South and brought to Chicago to use to kill roaches, amen, was a uh, pesticide called methylparanthon. And it was outlawed by the EPA for use in homes. It was a pesticide that was only supposed to be used on farms, uh, on bow weevils in their cotton fields. Because within days, the pesticide would chemically break down in the field uh, into harmless elements. But when it was used indoors in residential houses, uh, to kill uh, something that it wasn't supposed to. Uh, in the home, the pesticide didn't break down or, uh, like it would in the field and became toxic. Mm -hmm. And it caused harm to human, uh, the human nervous system with uh, effects that were similar to lead poisoning. Mm -hmm. When it was found out... Uh, uh, what he was using and, and, and where he had sprayed. The EPA called in, uh, was called into Chicago to clean it up. He meant all the drywall, the carpeting, the furniture that was sprayed with the pesticide had to be torn out and hauled to a hazardous 
material dump. The damage estimates were $20 million and was ranked as one of the worst environmental nightmares in Illinois history. Mr. Brown was uh, charged under the law uh, with two misdemeanors for uh, using an unlicensed uh, uh, pesticide. And, uh, you know, did he do it on purpose? No. Uh, he was ignorant uh, of what he was using. But as you can see, sometimes what you, you know, people say what you don't know can't hurt you. That's wrong. That's wrong. What we don't know can definitely hurt us. Amen. That's why we've got to eat right. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. If we're going to win this race in 2019, we've got to, amen, study to show ourselves approved. Workmen under God that need of not being ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Let me hasten, amen, let me move to number two. Uh, Number two, uh, if we're going to win this race, we've got to exercise. Amen. Got to exercise. And uh, runners have to exercise and train to get and to stay in shape. If they are to run well, or if we are to run well, we must exercise too. And when I'm talking about, I'm talking in the spiritual side, what does it mean to exercise? Amen. Uh, It means to put into practice the truths we've learned. Put into practice the truths we've learned. Hallelujah. Uh, Does no good to take notes and hear good messages and uh, just, you know, fold them up with paper in your Bible and never put them to practice. That word ain't going to get you into shape by osmosis. Not gonna, it doesn't work that way. You've got to, you got to put it into practice. Yeah. And and the thing that I've learned, just about any uh, topic that God deals with me about or gives me to share, you'll have the opportunity to practice. If not, the next week in the weeks to come. Amen. Amen. Enemy will make sure that you got an opportunity to practice. Amen. Yes, Lord. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Acts 24, 16, it says there, this being so, I myself always strive to have a conscience without offense toward God and man. When you see in that uh, New King James Version of Acts 24 and 16, uh, the writer there said, this being so, I myself always, the word strive is I, 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 I exercise. I make it my business to have a conscience without offense toward God and man. Uh, we got to put into practice the truths that we have received. It made me think about, and, and this has been some years ago, but there was a, um, a football player uh, by the name of Ken Walker. And, uh, well, uh, well, Ken Walker wrote the article... The football player's name was Clay Shivers. Uh, He was 6'2", about 280 pounds, uh, and he was a college football player, and he was one of the best in the country. Um, He played center for the Florida uh, State Seminoles and was regarded as the best in the nation 
And in fact, uh, one magazine wanted to name him to their preseason All-American football team. But there was a problem uh, in that the magazine that wanted to name him uh, to their preseason All-American football team uh, was a pornographic magazine that had pictures of naked women in it. You know how there's some people that say, oh, I don't look at the pictures, I read the articles. And uh, so they wanted to make him a part of their premier uh, all-season uh, All-American team. Well, uh, Clay had a problem. And the problem was that Clay was a Christian. He was a Christian. And uh, loved God and, and, and was doing his best to live for God. Now, Clay knew that if he was named in this uh, particular magazine, which name I won't call right now, uh, in that article, that it would be a boost to his career. The publicity would not hurt him, amen, uh, especially if he wanted to play in the NFL and uh, land a multi-million dollar uh, contract. But because he was a Christian, Clay uh, wrestled with it a little bit, but he, but he recognized as a believer, as a Christian, my standards need to be higher than the world's. My priorities need to be different than the world. And so when he was contacted by this magazine, uh, he simply said to them, no thanks, and turned down the honor. You see, Clay did not want to embarrass his family. Uh, and not only that, uh, he didn't want to embarrass his family, but he also didn't want to give his friends an excuse to purchase the magazine just to see the article with him being written up in that team. In other words, Clay was exercising the truths that he had learned and believed, and he was putting them into practice in his life. He was doing what Acts 24 and 16 said. He said, this being so, I myself always strive to have a conscience with offense, without offense toward God and man. In other words, I, I want to keep it clear. I, 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 I want it to be, I, I want my conscience to be clear with God and also I want my conscience to be clear with men. I don't want to do something or allow something to happen that will cause somebody to stumble. We got to exercise. You see, it's a lot of people that go to church and, and, and are members of church and, and, and what have you, but it's a lot of out of shape folk at church. Present company included. Uh, and I'm talking both natural and spiritual. We've got to exercise if we want to be a man able to run a winning race in 2019. We, we, we got to put into practice what we say we believe. First Timothy 4 and 7, it says, But reject profane and old wives' tale, or wives' fables, and exercise yourself toward godliness. It's one thing that I, 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 every time I see that word uh, where it talks about exercise in the scripture, 
it, 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 it puts the responsibility for doing it on us. Do you notice that? God's not going to come down and, and exercise you. God's not, God not going to come down and exercise me. We got to exercise ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's number two. I need to move. Amen. Principle number three. Uh, there needs to be a total commitment. A total commitment is necessary if we're going to win the race. Say that with me. Total commitment, total commitment. is necessary if we're going to win the race. Hallelujah. I skipped something when I say exercise and I say we got to do it ourselves. Uh, we need to exercise control over our temper. Need to go back to that. Amen. Uh, we need to exercise control over our tongue. For some of us, we need to exercise control over our patience. Yes, Amen. When I say exercise control over your temper, Proverbs 16, 32. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh for city. You might want that one. That's Proverbs 16, 23. Did you all hear that? Yes. If you can control your anger, control your temper, you're better than the mighty. Hallelujah. And he that ruleth his spirit, then he that taketh for city. Got to control. We, we, we got to exercise control over our temper. We got to exercise control over our tongue. James 3 2 says, For in many things we all uh, we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. That's James 3 and 2. Yes. Amen. So, uh, uh, got to exercise. And then after, amen, we talk about exercise, then I can go to number three. We're talking about total commitment is necessary. Mm-hmm. Total commitment is necessary. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Hallelujah. Total commitment is necessary. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost us something. If we want to win. Uh, nobody said it was going to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, let me go to number four. Uh, you got to expect to finish. And expect to win. Why run a race if you're not trying to win? You got to expect to finish and expect to win. There's no use running a race if you don't expect to finish. Or at least try to win. Amen. and if we're going to win, we got to, amen, make up our mind. We can't live in discouragement and defeat yes. or with an attitude of what's the use. Mm-hmm. The devil try to make you, you know, what's the use? Amen. People are always act crazy. What's the use? Mm-hmm. Amen. Ain't nobody going to come and help. What's the use? He'll try to discourage you. He'll try to discourage you and make you feel like giving up. But you know what? The, the, the mark of, a, of, 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 a, of a, uh, a man or a woman 
is uh, even though sometimes you feel like giving up, amen, uh, and, and, and all of us uh, have times uh, when we entertain thoughts of having a pity party. All of us do, I believe. Amen. But uh, I admire the man or woman or boy or girl that can pick themselves up and dust themselves off. I I don't know about you, but I've seen some races where an individual was running in the race and would trip and stumble and fall. And I saw him get up. Amen. Dust himself off and take off after it again. And I saw a race where a person failed, got up, and kept at it, and ended up winning the race. Hallelujah. Got to expect to finish. You got to expect to win. Amen. Number five, uh, you got to take the weights off. When uh, in, in Romans 12 and 1, it says, uh, I beseech you therefore, brother, by the, uh, uh, rather in uh, Hebrews 12 and 1, it talks about, wherefore seeing we're compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Yeah. What I found when some of the uh, runners would be training, what they would do is they would put on heavy garments and weights, and they would train with heavy garments and weights on. And, 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 and they wore them and trained in them to the point to where they got used to carrying that weight. Right. Amen. Got used to it. Yeah. Got used to running with that weight. Got used to moving with that weight. Yeah. And then when it came time for the race. See, training is one thing. Mm-hmm. Racing is something else. When it came time for the race, they took off uh-huh. the weights. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. You know what? Sometimes I think, amen, when God allows different things to happen in our lives, it's training day. Anybody listening to me? Amen. When God allows people to, amen, uh, uh, heap on heavy burdens on you, it's training day. And God wants you to learn how to move with the weights on and run with the weights on, amen, while it's training because the, 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 the real race that's going to pay off is still ahead. Yes. Yes. And when the real race that is going to pay off come, amen, that's when God said, okay, you can take them off now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And run your race. Yes. Hallelujah. I think sometimes we have weights that God allows to be put on us. I also think sometimes there are weights that we put on ourselves. Notice he said, lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. Hallelujah. And let us run the race with endurance. The race that's been set before us. Amen. Uh, With a confidence that I can. Yes, I can. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Amen. Um, um, Hebrews 12 and 1, uh, we already talked about uh, there. When we talk about taking off the weights, the encumbrances, um, Colossians 3.8 says, But now you yourselves are to put off all these. <laughs> Notice again, when, when, when it came time to exercise, uh, uh, the 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 um, it's on us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You exercise. 
Notice when it talks about putting off all these, again, it's on us. Colossians 3.8, but now you yourselves are to put off all these. Anger. Anger. Yes. Wrath. Yes. Malice. Mm. Blasphemy. Filthy language out of your mouth. There's some things that, amen, if, if, it will weight you down in this race. Oh, yes. And it's up to you to put them off. And God will give you the power, amen, uh, to put them off. Amen. You, you, you're not going to be affected being angry. Amen. And, and, and uh, you know, for some of us, you know, uh, I'm reminded of the, uh, uh, the Avengers movie uh, where they was asking uh, the guy who's playing the character that turns into the Hulk. And they were saying, you know, don't you think it's about time? Don't think about time. Uh, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, they was asking him, he said, the, the, the secret is, I'm angry all the time. I'm angry all the time, he said. Well, sometimes being angry, you know, that, that's good in a comic book character who turns into a Hulk. But uh, in real life, it's not real good to be angry. All the time. Amen. It's going to weigh you down. It, it'll help in some situations where some people that you need to get straight and you get them straight. It'll help sometimes. But, but more times than not, it's going to weigh you down in this race. You're going to fly off the handle at the wrong person. You're going to say something you regret. Uh, we need, we, we, if we're going to run this race to win... We need, we need to take it off. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Is that all right? You all got it? Amen. 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 Let me move on. Amen. Number six, uh, equipment must be worn and identification established. What do I mean by that? Equipment must be worn and identification must be established. Well, if we're going to win the race in 2019, we got to make sure we got our equipment on. Uh, put on your uniform to identify with your team and yourself. Uh, sad to say, and I, I think I mentioned this once before, but something that I, I, I ran track uh, for one season, a partial season in junior high school at Hughes Quinn Junior High School. Some know uh, where it was and, and what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, never really got in good shape. Uh, we had our first track meet uh, at Parsons Field in East St. Louis. And uh, I don't know where I was when they gave out the instructions about the first track meet. I, I, I guess I was a real knucklehead. I, I just, I knew we were having a track meet at Parsons Field and uh, after school. And so, uh, I didn't get the memo that you're supposed to go back to the, the gym and get your uniform. I didn't get that memo. Uh, all I knew was the track meet being held at Parson Field, so I kept on my gym clothes. And I didn't know that they had a bus that would take you to Parsons Field. I walked from my house to Parsons Field. With my gym clothes under my uh, under my, my clothes, and so when I got there uh, to the track meet, 
and 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 everybody's you know competing and, and, and what have you. Everybody else on the team had the uh, Hughes Quinn uniform, which was maroon and white. Right. I had on my white gym trunks, <laughs> trying to compete and talk about looking out of place. And uh, you know, and it just it, it, it wasn't a good experience. Uh, what am I trying to say? I, I, I don't think that they communicated, but then it, it makes me look bad because everybody else knew what to do, but I didn't know what to do. Uh, so when it comes, we're talking spiritually here about uh, the fact that we got to have the right equipment on and uh, must be worn and identification must be established. Uh, and so uh, when we talk about having the right equipment on, uh, we're talking about uh, as a believer, as a child of God. Uh, number one, we need to put on the whole armor of God. Yes. God has given uh, certain things uh, for us to wear spiritually. And uh, in Colossians 3 and 12, it says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, Humility, meekness, and long-suffering. It might not sound flashy, or uh, but, but I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to give you is I want you to win this year. And so if we're going to win, we need to put on the spiritual uh, 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 apparel. We need to put on the spiritual apparel that God told us to wear. Number one, to show that we're part of his team. Yes. Mm-hmm. You notice there in, in Colossians 3.12, Therefore, as the elect of God, in, in, in other words, the elect of God are, are, are uh, those that have been separated for a special purpose. Anybody listening to me? Don't let this pass over your head. If you've been separated for a special purpose, therefore, as the elect of God, holy. Amen. God wants us to be holy, uh, beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering. God said that, 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 that identifies you as being on my team. And then uh, over, in, uh, uh, over in the book of Ephesians, in the sixth chapter, it talks about the armor of God, put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Where which we'll be able to... Uh, uh, stand against the wiles of the devil, and uh, you can read that. You can that. That's something that you need to prepare yourself daily uh, with the arm of God, because uh, you don't know what's going to come at you uh, during the course of a day. Is that all right? Amen. Uh, our ears need to be in tune with the coach. Number seven. Our ears need to be in tune with the coach. Amen. Coaches. Amen. Teaches and challenges and pushes and encourages and inspires the team. Yes. Unwillingness to listen to his instructions will hurt our development amen. and amen our race. We are to listen and look to our coach and the coach that I'm talking about. Our spiritual coach is Jesus. Yes. Michael Jordan needed a coach. Yes. Magic Johnson needed a coach. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, some of the greatest athletes that 
uh, you cheer and some of you all buy their jerseys, amen, or wear their jerseys with their names on it. Some of those ones that you cheer and, 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 and look up to, amen, would not have been what they became if they hadn't listened to a coach. Amen. We need, to, we need to keep our ears in tune with our coach. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 8.34 says, Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates and waiting at the post of my doors. I don't know about you, but it seems like listening is a lost art. That, that, you'll be talking to a person and you would have you, you, you have said it, but they weren't listening. They were busy thinking about what they were going to say. People, people uh, don't want to listen. Uh, but if we're going to be successful in 2019, we gotta, we've got to have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Blessed is the man who listens to me. Watching daily at my gate. Amen. Let me move on. Uh, number eight, amen. I hope you get something out of this, amen, in preparation for the race of 2019. Amen, our eyes are to be focused on the race and distractions are to be avoided. Amen. Over in uh, uh, Hebrews 12, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen, we got to stay focused. And, and that's one of the one of the, the main ways that the enemy uh, tries to trip us up, amen, is to get us to lose focus. Amen. He's always uh, got something going on to distract us. Yeah. And, 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 and there's a truth that uh, uh, I thought about and I want to communicate. Good runners do not look behind. Yeah. It breaks their stride and it can trip them up. You ever see somebody that, amen, they're about to break away, maybe in a football game or something, and they're about, they, they about to break away and, 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 and score a touchdown, and, and they do this, and they look back to try to see. And, and, and that looking back, amen, is just enough distraction to break their stride. Yeah. And, I, and, and I've seen some where they were getting ready to run in and try to showboat or whatever, and they end up fumbling the ball <laughs> before they get into the, the end zone. Don't look back and don't try to showboat. Yep. Y'all hear me? Amen. Amen. Don't try to showboat. And, 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 and when God does something, I'm using a sports analogy right now, but when God does something great in your life, yeah. act like you've been there before. Amen. I've got a feeling that for some of us, Something big is about to happen. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And, 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 and let's not get the big head. Let's not get puffed up. Amen. I got a feeling, amen, because I heard the word favor. I got a feeling something big is about to happen. Amen. And, 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 and let's act like we've been there before. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Philippians 3.13. Brother, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Yes. Amen. When we talk about uh, uh, don't look back, uh, there's some stuff in 2018 that needs to stay in 2018. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Leave it there. Yes. 
Amen. Leave it there. Jesus said the, the, the man who puts his hand to the plow and looking back is not fit for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Uh, sometimes people will try to drag you back. Oh, don't you remember when you did this? Don't you remember that? You know, they'll try to drag you back and keep you uh, 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 captive of your past. Amen. But 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 Paul said, brethren, I count myself not to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind me, reaching forward to those things that are ahead. Amen. He said, I press toward the mark. Of the prize of the high calling of God, amen. which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Lastly, amen. Uh, if we're going to win this race in 2019, uh, we need to encourage others. Amen. We're not in this race by ourselves. Amen. We're not in it, amen, just for ourselves. And uh, I've seen some encouraging uh, 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 things that. Uh, have happened where somebody was running a race and, and somebody stumbled and, and, and they took the time uh, to help up the person that had stumbled and, and, and to help and help them get back in the race. Yeah. Amen. That's the way we need to be as a body of believers. That's the way we need to be as Bethel. Yeah. Amen. Uh, uh, we're in it to win it, mm-hmm. but we need to encourage, amen, each other yeah. while we run the race. Yeah. Let's not leave nobody behind. Amen. Let's not leave anybody on the field. Hallelujah. So, let's let's run a a winning race in 2019. Yes, Lord. And I believe that if we put those nine principles that I talked about today, amen, eat right, exercise, total effort, Amen. Expect to finish and win. Amen. Uh, remove the weights. Amen. Put on the right equipment. Uh, ears in tune to the coach. Eyes focus on the Lord. Amen. And avoid distraction. And if we encourage one another, yes, we're going to make it. Amen. Right. She said yes. And I said, uh, that's all I need to hear. Right.